0: what is up girlfriend welcome to the hey soul sister podcast i'm your host Lindsay turk and i am so dang pumped that you are here this is a space that is all about real from the heart for the soul chats designed to help other women like me fearlessly pursue their dreams build habits that serve them and chase after becoming the women that the lord called them to be I'm going to get really vulnerable with all my soul sisters out there as I share tangible tools that will help women build the lives that they've dreamed of for the glory of God. We are going to have a whole lot of fun, keep it super real, share in some really great words and fellowship and take action together that will make us really freaking proud of the women that we are and the women that we are becoming. Buckle up because here we go. We are doing the dang thing. Hey, Soul Sister. Wow. I am so excited that you are here and tuning into today's episode. Um, And I know that I always say this, but that is only because it is always true. But I am so excited for today's episode. I mean, I pretty much get excited for everything in life, but I especially get excited to talk to you through this platform. And then today's topic is so important to me and is incredibly near and dear to my heart. So the hype is just extra freaking real here today. Now, in the spirit of full transparency and just my desire to provide context, I feel like it's important for me to share that I started planning out today's episode and had a really fun topic to discuss with you, but the Lord kept bringing me to a different topic. This is one that really has been at the forefront of my life for this past year, and a very specific word relating to this topic kept coming up around me. So, with that, I felt a tug that I needed to switch it up, and here we are. Um talking about something completely different. And it is my hope and my prayer that this speaks to you because it is most certainly one of the most incredible and powerful things that I have learned. So go grab that latte or Americano of yours and let's get to chatting, girlfriend. Y'all should know by now that your girl is a big fan of words and definitions. And I've explained that I feel like it is often... So important to define words from the dictionary because so often we use words and we take things out of context. And I really think that's because of the crazy social media world we live in. Um, But, anyways, in the spirit of that, I'm going to take this opportunity to define what is, in my opinion, one of the most important words that we can speak as Christians surrender, a verb meaning to yield something to the possession or power of of another. Now, I'm going to take that one step further and summarize a couple of different definitions that i found regarding biblical surrender and what it means to quote-unquote surrender to God. Surrendering to God means that we acknowledge that what we own actually belongs to Him. He is the giver of all good things. He is responsible for Everything, including our present circumstances. The act of surrendering to God helps us to let go of whatever has been holding us back from God's best for our lives and what holds us back from wanting His ways first. Whew, (laughs) for a definition of something, that was a pretty dang real gut check if I've ever had one. I mean, letting go of whatever has been holding us back from God's best for our lives. Those are some seriously powerful words right there. Now, I think it's important to take a moment to pause here and back up. I really wanted to set the stage with you on where this conversation is going to take us, but now I want to take a few minutes to back it up and really talk about this past year of my life. I'm not going to lie to you. This isn't a very fun topic for me to talk about. Um, But this is a time where the Lord has so aggressively been placing this on my heart that I am certain that I have to not only share this, but get very real with y'all about what's happened in my world this past year. So with that, I'm going to paint a pretty in-depth and very vulnerable picture of what has been going on with me in order to get what I think is this incredibly important message out. Like I am sure that many of us can say, this past year of life has been crazy, and it's had many, many challenges. I mean, I really never like to speak negatively, but in many ways, 2020 was legit, (laughs) like a giant dumpster fire. I mean, (laughs) not really, but kind of really. I mean, some very powerful and good things came out of 2020, but dang, it was a wild time, was it not? I genuinely think that 2020 was a form of spiritual warfare. How else could we go from, wow, global pandemic, what a crazy time. Come together, care for each other, press pause on life in order to not spread this virus as someone who can't battle it. We truly are all of this in this together to being in this like super negative and toxic political climate with a war against one another about how to handle this crazy once in a lifetime difficult situation. I mean, that's spiritual warfare and the enemy's work if I have ever heard it. Now, outside of the global pandemic and the toxic political climate, I know for me and many people that I know that this crazy situation shed light on and surfaced a lot of difficult situations in our personal lives as well. I think part of this was due strictly to the amount of free time that we suddenly had on our hands to evaluate our lives. But I also think that the enemy was at some serious work trying to create more difficulties, bring negativity in, build on anxieties, and take joy away from an already hard situation. I know that's true for me and that that is a huge piece to my story for this past year. Prior to the start of 2020, I was so pumped. I legit remember saying, this is gonna be my year and feeling like it really would be the best year of my life yet. I had so many cool adventures and trips planned. I had some really exciting goals that I was working on and I had this overwhelming feeling that so much good was going to happen. January and February solidified the excitement and my optimism was at an all time high. Then bam, March happened, COVID creeped in, and trip after trip began getting canceled. Adventures as I knew them could no longer happen. Logistics surrounding many of the goals that I had were no longer feasible, and I was at home. And then it was clear that I was going to continue being at home. I truly was working my hardest to make the most out of this entire situation, and I was doing everything that I could to do so. I was focusing on the good, controlling the controllables, you know, practicing what I preached. But as time progressed, it got harder and harder to remain optimistic. I started overthinking. Overthinking led to comparison. Comparison led to unhappiness with how my life was going. And unhappiness led to feeling depressed, which allowed lots of negativity and heartache to occur. I was hyper aware of how alone I was in these moments of sitting at home, literally alone. And I also became hyper aware of how I was missing so many of the big things that I wanted in life and thought that I would have by the time that I was 25, but still didn't have. I mean, I thought that I would be married or at least close to it. And I was a single Pringle. I thought that I would be living in a major US city, but I was still in Charlotte. I thought that I would have clarity on the future of my career, but I could see so many different options, which led me to a lot of confusion. I was truly so in my head and I was questioning everything. Then (laughs) to add insult to injury, my family was moving away from me. My sister-in-law, who was six months pregnant with my second niece, got a new job causing her, my brother, and my niece to move from being just two hours away from me to being eight hours away. So many aspects related to their move got me thinking that maybe I should move away from North Carolina too. This led me to further questioning and resulted in months of some serious internal struggle with all the things that I'd mentioned, but I was also now questioning and trying to determine if I should move to Nashville. Oh man, that's a lot. So struggling with this internal debate opened a door to a lot of anxiousness and everything was just Really freaking hard. And let's not forget that this was all happening during a global pandemic with many unknowns, lots of worries for my loved ones, and truly just question marks. So basically, in less than six months' time, I went from feeling on top of the world and basically the best that I ever had to feeling down, like way down. And it was really freaking hard. I remember praying to God throughout all of this and asking for help. I was so badly seeking his support and guidance. I knew that much of what I was going through and that was going on inside of me, I had brought on to myself because I had allowed the spiritual warfare that I found myself in to get the best of me. I knew that the mess that I felt was because I had been trying to take control of my life and my situation rather than trusting Lord and surrendering it all to him. I knew that I hadn't been practicing what I preached and that that was a huge part of what got me into this mess into feeling like life was such a mess. So here I was turning to the Lord. I was back in the place that I should have been all along, being reminded who was truly in control of my life. I was sitting before the Lord asking for forgiveness for the ways that I had strayed, telling him that I was turning my present situation over to him because I was done trying to figure things out on my own. And I was asking him for the strength to continue letting go and for the wisdom to follow where he was going to lead me. I was yielding the possession of my circumc- of my current circumstance to the Lord. I was truly surrendering. I remember sitting on my couch on a Friday night after watching How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days for literally like the thousandth time, crying and praying this prayer. But more importantly, I remember the peace that I found in that moment from letting go and turning my stress, brokenness, and anxieties over to the Lord. The peace that came from the surrender. Then moving forward, as time progressed, my mind became clear. My heart felt 10 times lighter and the anxiousness was lifting, allowing joy to return. Doors were opening. The path was clearing. Questions were being answered all because of the decision that I made to relinquish the sense of control that I had and began leaning into the one who had been in control all along and the one who is always in control. I found myself being reminded of a truth that will forever stick with me and that I am certain has basically just become my life mantra um, to say and live by every day because I say and live by this every day. His plan, his will, my faith. Isaiah 60, says, when the time is right, I, the Lord, will make it happen. I knew that what I had been experiencing had a purpose, but I also knew that the Lord acts in wondrous ways and that his timing is purposeful and perfect. So I felt beyond confident that how all this was happening was a part of his plan. This was even more solidified as sign after sign showed me that Charlotte was where I still needed to be. I began feeling a lot of clarity about, around the direction that I saw my career going, both presently and in the long term. And for the first time in a long time, I felt led and decided to start dating again. Life began lining up. Things were falling into place. The Lord was working. Then, through God doing what truly only he can do and acting in wondrous ways, I found myself dating an incredible man and falling in love. This was not only beautiful and exciting for all of the obvious reasons, but it also felt like it was shedding light on and bringing clarity to my future, making it even more wonderful. Just as quickly as my world shifted from being amazing to being insanely hard at the beginning of 2020, it was shifting back to being amazing. And it was even more amazing than it was before. One of the things I'd been spending a lot of time thinking and praying about upon and after truly surrendering to the Lord was how our situation can impact our view of and level of relationship with the Lord. When things aren't going well, it can be so easy to turn to the Lord and seek help. It can also be easy to get caught up in the mess and to stray away from him. When things are going well, it can be easy to get caught up in all the good, forgetting to praise him and to walk in the goodness alongside him. So I've been really working on creating a mindset and shifting my heart to be in a place of constant communication and relationship with him. This involved a laser focus on trying to not control my circumstance and to fully yield possession and power of my life over to the Lord. I wanted to be in complete surrender to God, no matter what my situation, his plan, his will, my faith. So while I was in this amazing, happy place, I was constantly praying for the Lord to lead me where I was supposed to go. I was praying for the relationship that I was in um, and that what was supposed to happen with it would happen. I was praying for the strength to continue to surrender the outcome of everything in my life to God and the wisdom to see and to listen to what he was saying. And my prayers were answered, just not in the way that I expected or wanted. My relationship abruptly ended and my heart was broken. This beautiful, amazing, happy thing that brought so much hope and promise into my life was suddenly gone and I was at a loss. I found myself in a familiar place again, a place where as quickly as everything went from being insanely hard to really amazing, it had gone back to being insanely hard. And to say that I was devastated really just adequately does not describe my emotions. I was down, like really, really down. And I let myself feel that for a minute. And I truly did let that get the best of me for a little bit. But then I was reminded of my commitment to complete surrender. I had been preaching his plan, his will, my faith for months on end. And when I was reminded of this, it definitely did not heal the pain that I felt, but it definitely did bring a lot of peace. Well, this wasn't, you know, what I wanted or how I saw all of this to go. I was confident that it was how it was supposed to go. And while I definitely was not certain of, you know, why it happened, I was certain of my purposeful prayer. And I knew that my purposeful prayer was being fulfilled and that things were happening the way that they were supposed to, that they were happening in accordance with God's plan. I knew that for the first time potentially in my whole life, that I had completely allowed the Lord to work without trying to control things myself. And He had. And that even though I was hurting, he was working and he was going to continue working. And he did. And he still is. My life is panning out in truly like the craziest ways. Things that I cannot even wrap my head around are happening. And they're happening fast. It's clear that I'm in a season of change. It is clear that exciting things are in motion all over my life and that God is at work and that this crazy year all of these ups and all of these downs, that they're having a purpose. And while many of my circumstances are still the same, and I'm really not sure where my life is headed, I am certain that where I'm at now is not the end of this story, and that there is so much excitement ahead, that there is so much good on the way, all because of God. Psalm 37, 4 says, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. I have truly been delighting myself in the Lord and all that he has done and is doing the good, what feels bad and everything in between. And I am certain that he is at work. And I am even more certain that within his plan, his will, and my faith, that the desires of my heart are being and will be achieved. All right. That was a lot to unpack, I know. And as I mentioned, this truly is not a sto- an easy story for me to tell. And it's not honestly something that I thought that I would get this vulnerable with talking to people that I actually don't know. But as I mentioned, the Lord was really placing this on my heart in such a way that I had no option but to share what has been the testimony of my last year with you. So now that I've unpacked all of this with you, I'm sure you're thinking to myself, okay, so what should I take away from all of this? And that is an incredibly valid question that I am so freaking pumped to talk about. So here's what I've learned, sister. Life is full of storms, hard times, and unexpected trials. It feels so unpredictable. There is so much unknown. It is easy to want to taint the ways, to seek light from the wrong places, and to try to take control ourselves. We serve a father that says to come to him when we are weary and burdened. We serve a, pro- a father who promises that anything that he brings us to, he will get us through and that walks alongside us through it. We serve a father that makes us weak so that we can be made strong through him. A father that promises peace. Second Corinthians 12 10 says, that is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am made strong. God might not change our circumstance or our season, but he will help us to change in them. I mean, if my story of this past year does not tell you that, then I am not sure what will. James 1 2 through 4 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of any kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may mature and complete, not lacking anything. You see, God loves us so much that He gives us what we need right now versus what we want right now. As we wait for what we want and the desires of our heart to be fulfilled, it is so easy to feel defeated and to want to move things forward ourselves and to move things along outside of him, but he works in the waiting and I don't want something that God doesn't want for me. His plan and his will are perfect. So I don't want to push my own way. And instead, I truly want to listen to and to follow him. I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again right now. Before God brings you to the promise, he will walk you through the process. We have to stop trying to skip or rush the process. He is working. He is moving. There is a reason for what is happening right now. The process is a piece of the purpose to get you to the promise. When we surrender our circumstances to the Lord, and we fix our eyes on him, we see that he silences the storms. We remember that there is nothing unknown to him. We remember that he brings us light, joy, hope, love, and that all of the peace and strength that we need is found in him. We are at the mercy of the Lord, not our circumstances, and he makes all things good. When we can't see his hand, we can trust his heart. We can trust who he is and how he loves us. We can remember that he keeps his promises. Now, I know it might, be, it might seem like it's easy for me to say all of this and to believe all of this because of how I've witnessed the Lord working in my life this past year. And if you are in a storm of your own, you might be thinking, well, <laughs> that's good for Lindsay, but things are hard for me right now. And I don't know if I can really hang on to what she is saying. And if that's you, and if you are feeling ready to quit, try to remember. It takes death to have resurrection. It takes pain to have progress. It takes hurt to have healing. It takes struggle to have a story worth telling. It takes trial to have testimony. Remember that nothing that we experience is a surprise to God. Feel reassurance that no matter what you are experiencing, He has been preparing you with what you need in order to navigate it. Find peace knowing that the creator of the universe who pours out his love for us and tells us not to fear or be dismayed because he is with us is walking alongside you. He is with you. Know that what you are facing right now is preparing you for and giving you strength for what is to come. That God is molding your heart and shaping your mind to be the woman that he needs you to be in order to receive all of the good that he has prepared for you. Yield possession and power. Surrender it to God. Let him move. Trust him. Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with your whole heart. Sister, I don't know about you, but I want to seek him and to find him. I want to be shaped and molded to become the woman that he needs me to be in order to achieve what he has before me. So I'm on a mission to seek him and to seek him with my whole heart. I'm on a mission to try to stop attempting to skip the process or rush the process because I am certain that the process is a piece of the purpose for him to get me to the promise. I want to be made weak so that I can be made strong through him. I want to delight myself in the Lord so that he fulfills the promises of my heart. I want to surrender it all over to him so that he can act in the beautiful and wondrous ways that he does outside of my understanding, helping me to make the most of where I am at in order to get me to where I am supposed to go. Today, my prayer for you and my prayer for me is that we may continue to surrender our circumstances and our lives over to the Lord, that we, that we may find the strength that we need at the foot of the cross, that we may have peace in our hearts knowing that we belong to a Father who cares about our desires, walks alongside us, and has far greater plans for our lives than we could ever imagine. That we may be filled with happiness, knowing that anything we are called to endure with God is greater than any abundance without Him. That we know, without a shadow of a doubt, that we are loved and cared for beyond our understanding. I pray that no matter what we face, we can find the joy that is in the Lord and His promises to us. His plan, His will, our faith. So let's surrender it to the Lord. He's got this, girlfriend. We truly are in this together. And I can't wait to see how he works through our lives and where we go together. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode, girlfriend. If you love this episode and it's really resonating with you, it would mean the world to me if you shared it with one of your soul sisters or share it on your social media and tag me so I can reach out and thank you for helping to get the message out. I am the most dang thankful that we are on this journey together to become really freaking proud of the women that we are and the women that we are becoming. We are doing the dang thing. And I can't wait to see where it takes us.